What's up? This episode is brought to you by Lady Suite, a lady-owned independent wellness-driven company dedicated to helping all ladies fall in love with their bodies and feel really good in their intimate skin. Think femcare meets skincare. For me, I have ingrown hairs and razor bumps. For Jamila, I do too. (laughs) And the Lady Sweet Botanical Oil, which I love, really helps eliminate that, brighten that area because, you know, brown girls, we get a little dark down there sometimes. And uh, sometimes we want to brighten it up. (laughs) Also, they have an amazing probiotic refreshing cleanser for the vulva, which is great for vulva health and skin resilience. I also like to use the oil to shave as a shaving cream alternative. Mm, I gotta try that. Mm-hmm. And in the morning and at night. And my vagina is already looking glowy and brightened up. <laughs> Bright. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can find these products at ladysweet.com and make sure you use Good Moms 15 for 15% off at any- checkout. For any purchase over $30. At checkout. Go check it out. <laughs> Threw away your love letters. I thought it'd make me feel better. I finally got you out of my bed. But I still can't get you out my head. Ooh, I'm sending you one text at a time. I know you by your phone. So boy, pick up your line. And I ain't too proud to beg. So, what's been said has been said And I need you to know You don't know what love is And I need you to know You don't know And you don't know Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope you guys had a good day at work, or whatever the fuck you did today. <laughs> wow, so aggressive. Work. Work. <laughs> or if you're listening to this on your way to work Thursday morning. Happy yeah. work day. Happy yeah. work day. Um, what's up? Um, nothing much. Just trying to live my best life. Mm. What's up with you? Nothing. I mean, I mean, obviously things. Patreon. We have a new Patreon, which was really stressful, but I'm really glad it's up. So if you guys, we have some new Patreon members. Thank you so much for caring and supporting. Thank us. you for supporting us. Um, also, we've um, we sent out we sent out requests for nudes, and you guys came through with the nudes. Oh my gosh, we've got we got some really good nudes, mostly from we got some great ones from women, but I was really shocked about the man ones. Like apparently, all of the men that listen to us have big penises. All you know why? Them. It's because we have big penis energy. <laughs> <laughs> like big, like big, big, like scary. <laughs> like I'm scared. I but like, I can handle that. I was like, "Wow, Erica, this is the best. This is the best request you've ever put out." <laughs> we got a, we got a couple pussy pics. Um, we sent a few. Don't think if you send news, we're just gonna send you some back automatically. They have to be really impressive. <laughs> only really and they cool. will only be on that like one replay setting on Instagram. 
Although we did encourage our other male listeners, like, just send it in the DM. Just like, send stop it. doing the replay. Jamila didn't get to see your dick. And I'm like, I'm missing it. <laughs> I keep pressing play. Right. I'm like, Erica. <laughs> um, and also, you know what I realized? It just, if it's fun. It's fun to send nudes to your friends. You, you know, if you don't feel like you have anyone to feel sexy for, feel sexy for us because we appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate your, your naked body. Um, other than that, I don't know. It's just, it's been, it's, it's retrograde. I feel like my electronics have been fucking up, but I, 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 electronics in me just don't go well, period. So I don't even know if it has anything to do with that. Um, I have just been feeling, I don't know. I've been feeling a range of emotions. I was feeling like super empowered one day because I feel like I like expressed my boundaries to someone and I was like, yeah, fuck that feel really strong and then the next day I was like I fucking hate everyone and then the next day I was like I'm okay and then Irie pissed me off and then I yeah. just then I did some like desperate like ego shit that we'll talk about later in a minute oh yeah. you're gonna talk about that okay <laughs> I'm getting real real um <laughs> Well, welcome to adulthood. <laughs> I realized the other day, I, I don't know, you had left and I was in the backyard with Luna and I have a storage and I forgot I had a storage and they called me like, you owe us $400 or we're selling your stuff. And I was just like, had a, t- had a child tantrum. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked over at Luna and she was looking at me and she was just smiling bright and I was like, really recognized that I had a real life tantrum. Like I, I threw a fit. <laughs> And um, I just realized, yeah, every day is a gamble. Sometimes you're up and you're feeling great and empowered and motivated. And some days you can't get out of fucking bed. And that's adulthood. So you're not alone, I don't think. Which just really sounds really kind of psycho out loud. No, no, I know. I know. I know I'm not alone. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like it's that mid-year things are like... I don't know. It's summertime. I don't know what it is. There's just a lot happening. And I feel, I feel really, I feel more comfortable with myself than I probably ever have in my life. But also, so, and, but also with that comes such awareness yeah. that my bad choices that I used to make, I used to be able to make them and like be like, ah, whatever. But now, like, I'm just, I make them and then I like, hate myself for a little bit for a while because of them or I just like not even hate like there is that but then there's also this part of it where I'm just like overanalyzing it like what does that mean for me why am I still doing that maybe I haven't worked past my triggers maybe I'm not over my baby daddy maybe I'm you know like all these things like maybe do I want a boyfriend or do I want a boyfriend maybe I'm not the pattern tells me that I'm meant to walk the loner's path. Like, <laughs> Sounds pa- like a fucking novella. <laughs> pattern keeps telling me I'm supposed to be fucking alone my whole life. But here I am, full of love and ready to give it. But no one wants it. Like, <laughs> Shut up. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, welcome, yeah, to adulthood. Mm-hmm. But I think that's true. And I think mostly in the 30s, shit happens and then you're, you're so hyper aware of yourself and like fuck I did that because I have trauma still I'm fuck I'm not healed I'm fucked up I have daddy did issues I, did I cry today I mean I went to therapy the other day and my therapist was like why do you think because I was telling her about like what I what I did this weekend or last weekend which <sighs> what did you do Erica <laughs> what did you do this weekend um well last weekend 
Okay, let's start. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Let's start what? (laughs) Let's start what? We were really drunk. Okay, (laughs) so I had been drinking all day. And then I went to, I invited Jamila and a few friends to my baby daddy's show. Um, He was performing, and so I went to see his show. And why I went to see his show, or why I've gone to see multiples of his show. Yeah, this is like the second round of shows in two weeks Yeah, like I've been, you know, supporting his shows and supporting him, because maybe, I think think part of it is because it's what I'm used to doing with him. Like when he's here? Just in our in our relationship, right, right, I just right. support him. Even like when I'm mad at him, I want to support him. But I know a lot of it also has to do with ego because I wanted to go and see like what's going on over there, what's happening, okay. what's happening there. Like you want to see there's girls there, like groupies? I don't know, like maybe a little bit, but also like who are you hanging around? Mm, just checking in, in general, okay. just because I don't always trust the people he keeps close, and those people also are around my kid. Um, which I told my therapist, and she goes, mm, is that really why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a real one. You yeah, real my, one. Oh, okay. my therapist not be playing. She's like, huh, is that really why you went, Erica? I'm like, I don't, I think so. <laughs> um, also, just, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we've just been on good terms lately. We haven't been arguing, and I was like, you know, I know he's, you know, work makes him happy. It's when he's the happiest in all aspects of life, and I – I love him and I love to see him happy. And so I don't, I feel like I haven't been, I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, and so I, I wanted to, I guess part of me like likes to witness him in his element. Um, so anyway, I went to the show, I brought my girls. Um, it was fun. It was just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And then um, his show ends, and we go back to the dressing room, and I have to go pee. And so I walk into the bathroom, and he's in the bathroom, and I'm like, well, fuck it. He's seen me pee 400,000 times, so whatever. So I pull down my pants, and then my phone drops in the toilet, and then I, like, I'm trying to get it out. My pants are half down, and I'm, like, drunk, and it's kind of a hot mess, and I'm, like, laughing, and then he's laughing, and he's helping me get my phone out of the toilet, and it's all wet, and it's gross, and then suddenly we're close. And then? And then I kissed him. Oh, my God! <laughs> the self-proclaimed, I never go never. back to my baby daddy. I've never done it, which I was shocked. Honestly, I was out the room. I mean, I was in the room, but we're waiting for her to come out the bathroom. Someone else had to pee, one of our friends, one of our very investigative friends. <laughs> and um, I'm so drunk. But after, first of all, I was sitting away from them, and I was looking at them, and I'm like, hmm, she has been in there a minute. But then I moved next to them, and I'm like, she's been in there a long time. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not worried about that. Like, <laughs> There's nothing happening in that bathroom. <laughs> then, like, three more minutes go by. I'm like, hmm, could it be? It's like, no, there's no way. There's no way. And then, like, two more minutes go by. And she's like, oh, I know something's happening in that bathroom. I'm like, no, there's no way. And then I'm like, what the fuck is happening in that bathroom? <laughs> so then she comes out all guilty looking. And sure enough, you've overset the baby daddy boundary. I mean, I've done it, like, 4,000 times. So I know. I'm not it's just, like, all. the moment I did it, I, like, felt regret. And, like, I don't know, like, I did it, and I saw it happening. It was, like, slow motion. Like, I saw his face, like, coming towards me. I specifically remember his teeth for some reason. What? I don't know. He was smiling, and I saw oh, his teeth. he was teeth. so excited. Shut up. And like, then yes, finally. And then we kissed. I knew she loved me still. Um, and then at the, the moment I walked out of the bathroom, my friend Jessica was, like, her head, like, she was literally the first person I saw. Her head, like, popped out of the crowd and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, my God, like, judgment, fuck. Um, 
so yeah, I did that. Did and you feel anything? Was that why you did it to if you, to see if you would feel anything? I think part of it was that it was a culmination of things, and that's why I'm saying like I, I I can't make bad choices anymore and then not overanalyze them. And like part of me like in my analyzation, anal- is that a word? Analyzation. It sounds about right. Of what how this came to be is I think a large part of it is ego, because I just felt like. I wanted to assert myself in in the room and in that situation. I wanted to make sure, I wanted to see if he would still be receptive to me, which I kind of knew he would. But I wanted, I also wanted to see if I could, if I felt anything. I, I was, I've been horny. It was just like a bunch of things. We're like, I, I, I just watched him on stage, which, you know, is a turn on, like, right. whether or not I want to admit it or not. Um, watching someone in their element. Um so it was just it was just all fucked up and I feel really guilty about it. I just feel like I didn't want to lead him on and make him think like, okay, now we're going to get back together and now there's a future between us. And that's been like why I've been so adamant about not doing that. And also because I just haven't wanted to, you know, and I was just beating myself up about it. And so anyway, I talked to my therapist and I was telling her what I did and she was like, well, why do you think you did that? And I told her all those reasons. And she said, yeah, but there's something deeper than that. I was like, what, daddy issues? Because obviously, like, that's, like, Wicks, where everyone goes. Yeah. And she said, well, yeah. And I said, well, of course I have daddy issues. Like, that's not a secret. And she's like, yeah, but, like, what is it that, you know, what are your daddy issues? Like, did you not feel secure? Did you need – you didn't get the attention you want? I was like, it's all those things. And as we started talking about it, I started getting emotional about talking about my dad, which – I feel like I've wor- I thought I've worked past all those things. I mean, but I guess there's still a part of me, obviously. She's like, there's still that little girl inside of you that hasn't worked past it, which is why you're getting emotional now, and is, which is why you are always seek male attention. If you don't get it from the person you want, you're going to get it from somewhere, somehow else. And that's always true for me. Like, Oh, like if you're not getting male attention from the person you want to get it from, you'll divert it to the next person. Mm-hmm. I think it's just... Yeah, I mean, is that human nature, though? Well, she said no. Oh, okay. She said no, that's daddy issues. Because that's what I said. I said, well, don't women do that? She's like, no. I, she's like, I <laughs> She's like, I was raised by my dad. My issues are my mom issues. Oh. I don't seek male attention. I don't, I don't feel like I need that. If I'm not getting male attention from someone, whatever, you know? And she's like, obviously, there's a lot of factors that play into, play into that. It's not solely one thing, but a lot of it is rooted in, you know, your first you know, the first male figure in your life, whether he was there, whether he wasn't there, maybe he was there but wasn't giving you the attention you wanted, wasn't showing up for you in the ways you wanted them to show up for you. And all those things are true for me. Um, And she's like, and I said, okay, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, how do I, she's like, well, when you feel the need to, for male attention, when you know it's not necessarily, it's not real, then you need to talk, like, Check in with yourself and be like, do I really do I really want this and be strong enough to say, don't say, well, fuck it. I just want to do what I want to do because that's uh, what I do often. Yeah, I'm aware of it, but I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll deal with it later. I, and yeah. the more I keep doing that, the more this is just going to continue going. And like, I don't want it to continue. Going. I don't want to confuse my relationship with my fa- my daughter's father. Like, we're in a really good place. Like, we've been getting along really well. And um, this is what I asked for. 
This is what I asked for. I want. I wanted to have a relationship with him. I wanted to have a friendship with him, and that's what we're working towards. And it's not enough now. Now that he's giving me what I want, now I want more. I want his attention. I want him to want me. You know, it's so fucked up. It, it is. It is. And you know what? When you're used to like having a companion, the way you're close with your baby daddy, the way I'm close, I was. We were close in those spaces. It's like almost um, like routine to be in a to be in a certain way. Oh, write a show together. Oh, it's not a big deal if I pee. Oh, it's not a big deal if we kiss. Like, because that's what it is. It's comfortability. Like, this is my homie almost. And so the loss of that, I don't think people, like women recognize there's a mourning that takes place in any breakup really. But it's particularly when it's with the person you've created a child with. You've never experienced that with anyone before. Like, this is a very vulnerable place. And, and as women and society tells us, like, we're, there's something, we're, it's supposed to happen. We're supposed to work. Because of a fucking picket fence, even when you know they're crazy, even when they know it doesn't work. But like, it's I I can get I get emotional now still with shit with my baby daddy just because it's still such a um it's still such a like a vulnerable place, uh, and even not even just that like like you tap like go backwards, but also healing from it like you know what I mean reopening that ha- have you really healed from the pain that he's inflicted on you no and can you imagine over like overstepping that boundary when that that wound is still not completely healed I was at um one of my girlfriend's house and she's engaged but the guy talks to her crazy and it's on a regular basis and it's to the point where I'm like yo chill and I've said something, and they're like, don't say anything, it's not your place. And it's like, okay, I get it. But like, yes, like the other day, I was like, he did something, and I'm like squeezing her. Like, you know when something gets uncomfortable and you like press your friend's knee or something? And um, afterwards, it was just annoying, it just bothered me. And I realized I was triggered because I've been in a relationship that was verbally abusive, that was abusive. And it just, he, I, I just realized how triggered I am by it, by seeing someone else experience it, and them being so numb to it and it just made me realize like there's so much healing that still has to take place and it's we haven't been together in three years I know it's 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 so true because I realized too like I thought that even when I was talking to my therapist and she was saying I was like well she was I was she said you guys there's still healing to be done I know you want to be friends Erica but I don't know if that's possible Mm. like you guys need to just be co-parenting. Like you can't because if you don't, then you're just gonna keep going in this limbo cycle. in this cycle. You've like and you don't wanna repeat what you repeated the other night, right? Because that's not really what you want. You don't wanna fall down that trap. You don't wanna lead him on and then have him, you know, end up being mad at you later and then having to basically do a whole like reheal everything all over again. You were like really my baby, you still are my baby mama idol in that sense. I'm like, well, this bitch has never backstepped. And I've, and I, and we both have our baby mama idol, (laughs) single baby mama idol. You're my single baby mama idol because you never messed back with your baby daddy after it was over. It's so admirable. (laughs) Oh, girl, you know, it's real hard out here, but somebody has to do it. (laughs) I was looking up to you for the longest, but now, (laughs) now I'm just normal and basic like everybody else. (laughs) Um, I mean, honestly, you just made out, which is great because a bitch like me, um, actually, he pulled away. Mm. Wait, like, so you would have maybe continued? Probably. I was drunk. Oh, right. So, like, if he would have, like, turned you over, bent I kind of, like, maybe not, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, I'm, uh, but He probably was like, what's happening? He I'm- probably, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then because we were in the bathroom, 
and I was drunk. When we pulled away, then he, he was he was like getting dressed when this was happening. So then he was getting dressed like he was naked, and he was like putting clothes on. And then I was in the background, like the mirrors in front of like we're both facing the mirror, but I'm leaning against the wall, and he's getting dressed. And I I just like was making all these faces because I was like having so much turmoil happen. I was just like. <sighs> What did I do? Oh my god. Okay, wait, it's fine. No, wait, it's not okay. Wait, what is he gonna think? Fuck, I'm drunk. Oh my god. And then, like, I see him looking at me and he's like, Are you okay? <laughs> How drunk were you? You didn't realize that he could see you? And I don't know. I was just, I couldn't help it. You know, I'm like one of those people that it's really hard. My facial expressions, I can't get them together. I, as much as I try, especially with tequilas involved, like, I don't know. I just didn't give a fuck. And until I realized he saw all the facial expressions that I was making, which was like fear, anxiety, like drunkenness, like regret, confusion. Like, it was all wrapped in one. And then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, Oh, God. And so it was just, and then you know what annoyed me afterwards, which is so also ego driven, is after we left, we got out of the room and we sat down and everyone was probably like, what the fuck do they do in there? They probably thought we had sex, which we did not. Um, I asked him, I said, I was like, so what are you doing tonight? Because oh. apparently I cared. <laughs> um, and he was like, I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go to the strip club. And I was immediately triggered and pissed. Because there's no reason for me to be, but because <laughs> because I was just like, so you don't want to hang out with me? What the fuck? Also, the strip club, you spent like he spent most of my pregnancy in the strip club, and I know, you've that said this was before. this is a trigger for you. It's the a super trigger club. for me. I don't trust strippers. No <laughs> offense if you're one. I just have had bad experiences, and I was just like, nigga, I just fucking kissed you, and you can go to the motherfucking strip club. And then I was like, where? Which strip club? He's like, Carson. I was like, Carson. I was like, I was like, okay. Uh-uh. This is why it never works. This is why we're not you together. Even, you don't even go to the good. Shit you don't even clubs. go to the good one. I don't like, even well, maybe maybe there is a good one out there. I, I know. know you don't know, but all those things. Why does that matter to me? It shouldn't matter. And then the next day, it didn't matter. Like, the next day after I wasn't drunk and I wasn't emotional for no fucking reason, I was like, yeah, of course he's going to the strip club. Because that's what he, what he does, does right? you know? And, like, that's what he, and that's what he should do. That's who he is. And, and that's no judgment. Like, that's what brings him joy and makes him – and that's what he wants to do after a successful show. Then, by all means, go do that. It's not my place to be mad at him about it. And I, like, was mad. I was annoyed with myself that I got annoyed got annoyed, and that I judged him and all those things because he's doing what the fuck he wants to do. do you, did your therapist offer you any advice, like, do, like, actively right now in your adulthood, like, what can help daddy issues, like spending more time with your dad right now? To like maybe well, work she asked. She asked about the state of my relationship with him right now, and I told him I told her we're fine. I was she was I was like she's like do you see him often? I was like no. Um, does that bother you? I said you know it it does sometimes only because I see him out with my brothers and sisters, and he's very plays an active role in their life. But I've almost got become numb to it at this point, and it's not and I, and some of it has to do with me too. I don't always make the effort either, you know. Um, I'm gonna therapize you like you therapize me. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's healthy to be numb to it? Because obviously... If no, it's not. It's absolutely unhealthy, and that's why I kiss my baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. But she also Which said... Which brings me to the conclusion of why we're here. Well, she said that um, I just need to figure out how to pl- play the role that my dad didn't... I'm never going to get back those those years. years. So whatever it is that I, that's missing for me, I need to find out how to fulfill that within myself, by myself, and not 
try to find a man to fulfill those things because I'll constantly be disappointed. And I know that. I know that. And I told her, I said, yeah, that all sounds good. I already know that. But, like... Why don't you just ask your dad to, like, go on a dinner date every two weeks and set a date? Maybe you're... I mean, yeah. I need to be make a bigger effort. Maybe be like, okay, like, let's... Every second Monday, let's go out to dinner. And I told, and I told her, she's like, are you happy with the state of your relationship? I said, I'm fine with it. And I said, but if my dad were to die today, would I be... Would I have regrets about the state of our relationship? Absolutely. And she's like, if you can say that, then you need to do work. Yeah. Like, period. I mean, there's, and I was like, but I feel like I could say that about oh my God, anybody. That's, yeah, that's true. But that's statement. You're so deep. Wow, Erica. You know I'm deep. <laughs> but, because I think about death a lot. and I'm just, <laughs> Do you? I do, yeah. Not in like a negative way, but I think about like the people in my life not being here one day okay, and when, well, when how that would make me feel and how I deal with that and how I navigate my relationships in that way. Well, I guess that's healthy because it's true. We're all going to die one day. Because that's really like what it comes, that's when someone dies, that's when you fucking everything that you held so tightly to doesn't matter anymore. Like it won't matter to me that my dad wasn't around. It's going to matter to me. What did I do after that to make it better? You know, like I can't take back those years. I can't take back who he was when he was in his early 20s as a pro athlete that, you know, his friends didn't want him to have kids. He was just being a womanizer. Like, I can't do anything about that. Right. So I do need to, I feel like I've realized that I do. You're right. I need to make a bigger effort to hang out with him. I think, I, I think I've gotten to the point, it's a habit now where I'm just like, well, if you're not going to make an effort, I'm not. And it's not even in a negative way. It's just, just like, whatever. it is what it is, right, 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 you know? Right. So that happened. And then I also ended my dating situation um, with, with Happy Bay. I feel like this is like the fourth time you've said that. No, but like really ended it with Happy Bay. <laughs> but you have said it before. I don't think right? I said it on the podcast, but I said we should just like, yeah, but then we didn't really, and we're still telling each other we love each other, and da 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 da. And I just had to like really lay, realize that like I treat, I've been treating him like my boyfriend. When he's not my boyfriend, why do I do that? Why would he ever want to be my boyfriend if I'm already giving him boyfriend privileges? And that's what women do. Not all women, but I do because I'm a nurturer. You know, I want you to feel loved. I want to give you my love. I want to spend all my time with you. I don't like playing games. I'm not good at them. I'm, I can do it for like a few days and then I'm like, fuck this. Well, we're all or nothing. You know, we, we, when you like someone, it's easy to be infatuated and go all out and want to show, like, your peacock feathers, like, look at these dance moves. Look at this meal <laughs> I can cook, you know? So I get it. Um, I was with some, when we discussed what we might be talking about today, I was with some guys, and I brought this up. I'm not sure if I, like, followed all the way, but um, basically, yeah, why initiate a conversation, if anything, seriousness, if, like, you're comfortable? Com- like, Wait, what do you mean? Oh, why, why, yeah. why make girls? So your I, was, I was asking, how often do you as how do you do, how often do, like if a woman doesn't bring up the conversation, how often have you brought it up? Like, hey, what are we doing here? Like, when you really fuck with a woman, does it inevitably come up in your mind, or is that something that you or you or, you, or, or you, you just write it out? You write it out, or you wait for the woman to bring it up? Yeah, that's what I asked them because because um, I've been victim of like not being in relationships because I'm so cool and I don't care and I'm not having that conversation because it doesn't matter to me um, and I also feel like it's a, a like a conversation a man should initiate if you want like I, I want you to be in a space where you're like oh I value you I want to be with you like I let's explore like what who we are in each other's lives I would like a man to initiate that conversation a nine times out of ten these niggas don't <laughs> but um that's ideal but I just feel like um 
fuck. What was I saying? I said that. Well, that they, that they said that they don't do that. Oh, yeah. So one of the guys at the table, he was 46. He had been married for, I think, 17 years. Um, he said he's only done that twice in his life. Once with his first wife and now once with the woman he's with now. Um, it took him, he said he got bamboozled the first time by his first wife, his kid's mom. Then they have a good, he said, we have a good relationship. I paid for her and her new husband's reception. Like, we just wow. came from dinner. He's like, and my the second. How does that make the husband feel? I don't know. He's, um, I would assume he should be thrilled. <laughs> um, and this the second one, he said it took me four years to. They were dating just casually? He said, but she was doing all the right shit. And he said, I just would I refuse to get bamboozled again so he did have it he he did do it again but it took him four years well did was she obvi- was she under the impression they were already boyfriend and girlfriend like no or is this a, no is, he, he, is I, he talking about a proposal or like no, a proposal for just, boyfriend just, and girlfriend just proposal for oh, boyfriend no, and girlfriend no see uh uh-uh. uh that's what I said oh, I no. said I was gonna wait around four years I said was, oh, she, no. was she having sex with other people he said even if she wasn't I assumed that she was because I was ha- I, I was so tainted by the first situation. So that's why it's... Well, maybe if they were farther along in their life, too, where they don't want any kids, marriage isn't that important, so that they can nav- they can navigate in that space more. Whereas me, I want... I want maybe want another kid. And, I you know, it's just... That's true. I mean, and, you know, I talked to Happy Bay, and I told him, like, we actually had lunch, you know, after I told him that, like, we really... We can't date. We're not intimate. It's just friendship. And like I need space. Um, we did have lunch, and I told him like, you know, I didn't end it with you because I wanted you to because I want you to be my boyfriend. Like it was like this isn't going anywhere. Are you my boyfriend? And he was like, you did it. That's not why you. That's not why. That's not the reason. And I know like the black and white reason. That's probably very black and white for men. Like it's like well she must have ended it because we're not. No, it's because I don't actually know where we're going. Like. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't maybe, know that we even want the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like it's like, are we going? Like, are we heading that direction, or are we just like enjoying each other's company indefinitely? Because like, for me, like I'm not really good at enjoying someone's company and being saying I love you and then it being casual. Because that's what we were doing. We were saying I love you. I'm in love with you. We had very like intense moments of like, we have had we've shared some beautiful moments that I'm so grateful for. But it's confusing to my heart and my body. And my body kept telling me, like, this doesn't feel good. Why do you keep doing this? Why? Because you felt like it was in limbo, like he could be sharing those same intimate moments with someone else? I felt triggered because I've never felt safe in a relationship. Mm. I've never felt safe emotionally. I've never felt safe physically, my body. like, And being in an open dating relationship doesn't feel safe. Like, this doesn't feel like safety to me. It doesn't feel like security. And... It's not that I, and, and I told him, I was like, it's, it's not that I want to possess you, because I don't. It's just that I need to know that, like, we're building something sacred that's going somewhere at some point. He constantly was so adamant about telling me, I need my freedom, I need my freedom, I need my freedom, to the point where I'm like, okay, nigga, then why are you, then why are we doing this? Right. <laughs> like, go have your freedom. Am I unhinging on your freedom? I don't think so. Right. Um, it just didn't seem like we were in line, and I just felt like I was... It was just taking up a lot of space in my you body. You felt like you were giving him girlfriend treatment. He wasn't giving you boyfriend treatment. Absolutely. I was driving you, out you of my felt, You felt like you were getting the short end of the stick. Kind of, yeah. And and it's, it's really my fault because he told me what he was capable of, you know? 
It, and and you saw. And I saw. And he showed me over and over and over again. It was me, like, wanting to be like, okay, well, I can handle this. Maybe this is what I need. This is what I need. But I don't know how to give it that. I don't know how to give that way. I'm like, well, do, I'm, do you, do you want to, you want someone who's just going to show up as, and, like, with the same amount of energy and the same, or do you want to a be, boyfriend? Or someone who eventually wants to be in a relationship and eventually I just, to, like, like, for, there's things that he ha- he like we're we're we are seriously dating there's things that he hasn't done for me that are important to me that i can't expect to be done just because we become boyfriend and girlfriend like just because okay now we're boyfriend and girlfriend so now all those things that like you didn't do before now you're going to start doing right like no that's how you get fucking disappointed right. and then you're like what the fuck so like i just had to understand meet him where he is right now and this is who you are. And accept it. And accept that. And that that was really hard because, like, I could still be dating him right now. I could still be, like, doing this thing. But, like, but you know what's- I had to, like, and that's what I was saying, like, I felt good about the other day setting boundaries. I really had to set a serious boundary for myself and be like, this doesn't feel good. Stop it. Stop normalizing shit that is not normal for your for your who you are in your core stop denying who you are in your core because you want to be this free open I don't care and it's it's not that you can't be it's not that you're not like that in, in some ways but you also know what feels good to you and stop judging yourself for that and making you feel like well maybe it only feels good to me because you know daddy issues well, well it's okay I think it's okay to challenge yourself and be like you know why am I feeling this way but I think it's also acknowledge like Oh, because maybe this person's not giving me what I deserve. Mm-hmm. And it, that's why it doesn't feel good. And I think I'm so proud of you. That's a big deal because the more you do that, the easier it will become. The more, like, the quicker it will be. It won't be nine months later. Right. And you're like. Right. Because, so, this is also, I know, you know, like, a, a huge, a huge, um, I think, like, a uh, thing I keep hearing a lot. And a lot of my friends, like, theme, and mm-hmm. a lot of my friends who are in relationships or in marriages is issues like deal breaking issues in their marriage and my own my, my first question is always was that present in the beginning and all of them say yes every single i can't think of one situation they're like no this is how it's always been and i see how much we fuck ourselves wanting something to be something something that it's not that or, so, or you think you can work b- on it work on it and not being you know aligned with your five unbreakables Frozen five. For your frozen five. Because I don't want to waste um, two years. Shit, I don't want to waste six months dealing with somebody who, may, I they have all these other qualities, but this one quality I can change. I know they'll change. Because that shit doesn't change. And then you've married, you've had kids, you've bought houses, and you're all intertwined, and it seems impossible to move forward and move on, But because you've lied to yourself. And if we can be more in tune with what doesn't feel good, then we could cut a lot of that bullshit out. I feel like for me, I know my body literally tells me every time and I constantly reject it. And when I don't reject it, it flows so much better, but it's sometimes not in line with what my brain wants or what my mind, I think my mind wants and what I think I need or what I can tolerate. And it's like, no. So like setting that boundary was really totally based out of my body. Because my body and like the way I feel have not been feeling good. Every time I think about that person, it's not jo- filled with joy like the way it was. And it's like uncertainty. I have to acknowledge it and stop denying it. And I feel better about it. Um, and I just hope 
hopefully my next situation or whatever that comes. I just know I can't be giving these niggas fucking boyfriend privileges when you're not. It doesn't feel good to me. Like, that would feel great. Like, we've worked towards something and now, like... Well, I think what it does is it creates an illusion. When you start treating someone like they're your man, it's fun. It's like playing house. It is. (laughs) It is like like playing house. Yeah, it's It's like... It's so sick. It's sick. It's like, (laughs) it really is like playing house. And so you create this illusion, like, I'm in love. I love you. We're having sex. I'm cooking breakfast. Hey, baby, I'm massaging you. We're having sex without a condom. Uh, And then you leave. And then you go home. And then you're like, oh, my God. When is he gonna call me again? Is he calling me? Oh my god, it's been like two days. He hasn't called Doesn't you, but me? I made you breakfast, and I fucking we like kissed in the rain and shit. Like you know, it's just like oh. Anyway, I know, right? Kissed in the rain. It's like a real thing. Like, <laughs> but remember that time we were holding hands in the rain, and you told me you we loved had that me? movie moment. Yes. <laughs> Don't watch movies. We had They're the, the movie devil. Moment. I'm so happy I'm not the only psycho. Mm. It's not psycho, it's real. Because <laughs> literally, I was like it's holding Yonbei's hand in the rain. I was like, I love you. And I was like, like this is us. This moment is us forever. We're going to break out in song. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, we need to work on our sanity. Well, I mean, I'm glad I, I'm making progress, but I'm one step forward, like two steps back. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's such a thing, and I really had to reflect on that this year because I was like, I thought I was making so much progress, but now I don't anymore. I feel like I, I still like I didn't have sex for six months. So you are, I, you are though. You are, and you can start whenever again, whenever you right, want. Right. You know what I mean? It's well, like, I haven't had sex in a long time. No, but I just mean like I don't mean sex. I just, just mean in anything. anything. Yeah. I know. Okay, so obviously our life's kind of in shambles right now, but um, someone wants our advice about something. Not sure why. <laughs> Let's read it. Um, My kid's dad and I broke up a couple years ago. I have absolutely no feelings for him, and we don't talk too much. We are in a good place for the most part. However, he still does secretive, shady shit without telling me. While I have no cares about him, I do care what goes on when he has my daughters. Sometimes he will have them shut off their phones. He denies it. So I can't see where they're at and other similar stuff. I don't know if he's doing this just to aggravate me, but I really dislike how he... Uh, blatantly lies right to my face so I just found out not by him of course that he moved in with a girl and my daughters already know and my daughters already know wait sorry her and have been spending time there okay I knew this day would come but he chose not to mention it he was introducing my daughters to a whole new person it gets under my skin even more because he did this years ago when my kids were smaller and had a whole other baby without me knowing my kids were too small to even be able to tell me so you can understand my frustration so I plan on meeting up with this girl and learning more about her as she is going to be around my kids I've never had to deal with this and I'm clueless on where to meet any advice on how to do this in a non-aggressive way laugh out loud it's not the other girl's fault. It's your baby daddy's fault that he didn't communicate this. So you have to go in meeting her, not mad at her. Right? Don't you agree? Um, I agree. I think the more copacetic, the better. You know, you need to actually get to know her, and that requires being chill. Maybe meet, in a, meet at, the, at a coffee shop or something. Yeah. Or at your house. Is that too... No, it needs to be an even playing field so they both feel comfortable. 
Um, I don't know what to do about it. first of all. Firstly, the baby daddy issue. Like, I'm not really sure how to resolve that. Obviously, he lies and it does. It can't be honest. I'm not sure there's anything you can actually do about that. All you're, you're really only resource now, or I think best option is trying to meet with this girl, see how she is. If she seems cool, then try to build a good rapport with her because she could be an ally to you. Actually, I feel like you know. Obviously, her loyalty is going to be to your baby daddy, but if Women, hopefully, I think at the root of us, we like, you know, are have a connection and like a sisterhood and that if she's going to be spending time with your kids, if she's a good person, like, you know, hopefully. I mean, I feel like anybody should be able to understand you have my, my greatest prized possession. I need to know who you are. Mm-hmm. I want us to have a relationship because it's important to me because you're going to be around, have a relationship with my kids, obviously, if you guys are living together. And I think it's important that you let your baby daddy know that. Like, there's really no reason to hide anything from me. I'm not here to, like... Maybe he needs to know. I'm not... I don't want you. I don't care. <laughs> and, which, and you should tell him. Like, it, the lies really trigger me, for, and you know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you had another baby, like... I, I would just prefer from here on out, like, let's just co-parent from an honest place because we're just friends, and I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So just, you could keep it real with me, you know? Maybe it just comes to, like, just being mature and, like, the homey approach. Yeah, but try not to be a bitch to the babe, to the girl, unless she's a bitch, and then in that case... Beat her ass, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Well, what if she is a bitch? That's a, she'll have to write in again because I got to think about that one. Okay. And we are running out of time. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we are having a meetup August 10th at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery again because y'all bitches were scared of the exorcist. So we picked a better movie and it's bomb. It is Boys in the Hood by John Singleton, RIP. Um, so make sure you buy your tickets at cinespia.com ASAP and check out our Evite and RSVP so we know you're coming and we can reserve a space for you. Quest, uh, Quest Love is DJing, mm-hmm. DJ Pooh. We're dressing 90s. Um, we have Black Girl Bravado podcast coming and hang out. Oh, yeah. Jessica, our girl Jessica Rose. Um, Everybody's going to be there. Everyone's going to be there. <laughs> also, bring tequila. Also, bring food. Also, oh, yeah. it's a picnic, so you can just picnic and drink wine. And it's a pick potluck. And hopefully, Ice Cube comes out. I'm just like, I'm really trying to manifest Ice Cube They're coming out. Yeah. Um, and shout out to people who came last weekend because we had a really good yeah, time. Yeah, we had a really good time. And The Exorcist is still fucking scary. It is. <laughs> anyway, well, bye. bye. And you say you know what love is But I swear you never seen it in your life Ooh, uh I swear you never seen it in your life Ooh, uh mm. I swear you never seen it in your life